1: Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up.
2: Hi everyone, I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely fine, but at about four this morning I heard a sort of what felt like an earth-shattering crash. And it was a painting falling off the wall. I'm practically crossing myself. Just outside my bedroom. Well, there was something deeply eerie about it. It was a yes. bit like, you know... It wasn't like a picture of my dead dad or anything. But it was like, if 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 I'd said to the universe, come on, give me a sign. Yes. And there's something sinister about a picture. You know, if we lived in 17th century Russia and that happened, we'd be now like burning herbs and performing exorcisms, right?
1: We'd be doing like serious rituals, maybe sacrificing a goat and kind of, you know, daubing things. Daubing, lots of daubing and burning. I mean, we'd be doing so much daubing and burning,
2: burning and daubing. (laughs) I mean, it's odd that I'm thinking more about the fact that this is weird, than I am about the absolute ball ache of smashed glass, yes. a broken frame, really shitty old broken frame inherited from my parents, plastic, shitty old string at the back, finally gave up. It had every right to do what it did. <laughs> it gave up the ghost. Maybe it's released a ghostly presence into my house. Oh,
1: I haven't felt anything.
2: Mm, hmm. Well, we shall see. How are you, Em?
1: Well... I'm absolutely fine. Thanks for asking, because I've got a cold. You like have. everybody else in the world, I have a cold or I've had a cold. I'm limping really unsexily, snottily, through the beginning of January, thinking, ugh, it just doesn't make any difference at all.
2: The temptation with a cold or any illness, isn't it, is to do a little witch hunt in your head and try and work out like who gave me the fucking cold? Like old days old school, you know, early doors COVID. Yes. But who was it? It doesn't help at all. It could be anyone because everybody is coughing and spluttering. No,
1: everybody I've seen this basically in the last three weeks has like either sneezed on or coughed on me or whatever. But you are right.
2: You are not well. And... Presumably you've been able to have
1: lots of rest with oh, tea and hot water bottles. Yeah, absolutely. I've just been, you know, steaming, old bass, herb-infused life and just, like, cosseted and, and wrapped in cashmere, of course. I haven't actually been working, sorting, doing everything, not even, like, stopping to think about my fucking cold. So
2: your illness has made no difference to your day-to-day life at all because how can it? Who's going to do all the work? Who's going to do all the stuff?
1: No, and everybody listening will be exactly the same. Yeah. will have just, like, powered through, yeah. like, you know, absolutely no self-care.
2: Well, all this talk of self-care, what are you going to do this year? Oh, I'm going to make sure I look after myself. Until such a time as I'm meant to be looking after myself and I find that I can't look after myself and no one else is going to look after me. But maybe, maybe that's one of the reasons that the idea of New Year's resolutions is so annoying. I mean... Maybe it's because of all the failed resolutions that have gone before. Or maybe it's because of all the upheld resolutions that didn't make the difference that we had hoped and prayed and believed that they would.
1: Yeah, which is worse? Failing at uh, keeping a resolution or doing something and it making no difference? Yeah, I mean, resolutions. (laughs) I mean, January anyway is this sort of miserable, freezing,
2: flu and cold filled time. When we're just trying to stay warm and and as unill as possible while working enough to pay the enormous bills, sleeping enough to not become terminally overwhelmed by the panic (laughs) and the tiredness. But also, I guess the idea of resolutions, they seem to have criticism and judgment woven through them. It's all about how can I be better? Yes, you're not good enough. How can I do better? I don't do enough. How can I improve myself? Because there's so much room for improvement. How can I work harder on myself? How can I identify all the myriad ways in which I find myself wanting? And then rectify those faults and flaws, all those mistakes and misjudgments and those bad habits, bad habits that were only formed by bad me anyway. So you and I, Emily, talked a little bit about this on podcast from the Edge last week, uh, you know, about to handle the question, what are your New Year's resolutions? Or or even worse, how are your New Year's resolutions going?
1: <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, I want no
2: part of that. <laughs> so if I am really have my back against the wall and I have to think about New Year's resolution, I don't aim to better myself because I don't even know what that would look like. Sure, of course it would be good to have a meditation habit or give up sugar, but I'm just not thinking like that. I suppose, maybe, rather than self-improvement, we could perhaps think along the lines of self-acceptance. Ooh. So know ourselves, respect ourselves. Big one for you and me, forgive ourselves.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Maybe that's what's going to make us happy, because we don't need to be better or shinier. We're okay just as we are. In fact, (laughs) reframe, we are... Magnificent. Okay, that's the takeaway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we yeah. are. Okay. okay, we are, we are. That's the takeaway from and you burbling you on. <laughs> every time you catch sight of yourself in a shop window or a or, or a lift mirror, or washing your hands, or in the rearview mirror of a car, I want you to whisper, Emily and listeners, you are magnificent to yourself. Just sort of conspiratorially. Because this is just between you and you. Because like every other New Year's resolution, it's a really shamefully flaccid conversation starter. Also it's it's none of anyone else's business. I love this, this between you and you. Believe your own
1: magnificence, but you don't have to tell anyone. No, you have to be like, well, because you imagine if we were walking around going, well, what's your New Year's resolution? You go, I'm going to tell myself I'm magnificent every time I see myself in the mirror. Actually, maybe fun. just accept that you have no real desire to change yourself. No, no. Like that one might be stuck resolutely in one's kind of own happy filth.
2: Yeah, intake of breath.
1: I mean, this is the thing is that, you know,
2: regular listeners will know that I get fixated on (laughs) things Emily won't
1: wash. Literally, she's made me write a list. Well, it was a a jumper last week. Yes, it was the jumper last week. Stinky old jumper. I I confessed that I smelt and that I didn't care. You didn't care that your
2: new jumper, which you'd worn solidly for three weeks, was smelly. And and I said I'd wash it for you. You said, oh, I'm not going to wash it because you're going to make me lay it flat. Yes, if you have to wash jumpers... Wash them cold, and I didn't want to give lay you them flat on a towel, shape them, give them the best possible chance of continuing with their happy life.
1: And I didn't want to give you any more work, so I,
2: th- I, so I said no. Yeah, but I might break into your house, get the jumper <laughs> and wash it anyway, because you'd be doing me a favour. I'm to hide it from you. What else won't you wash?
1: How long have you lived in your house? Uh, 11 years? And 12 years, maybe? 12 years. Uh, yeah, 12, 12 years, years this January, actually, I think. Congratulations. Thank you. How many times
2: have you had your windows cleaned in that time? Professionally or by anyone? By anyone? Never. Never had your windows cleaned?
1: Never, ever had our windows cleaned.
2: Do you know what a difference it would make to the way that you feel if you just let some light through the grime in your windows into your house?
1: Could it really make that much of a difference? I
2: have resolved... This is Okay, now here's a resolution. I think I'm going to do it for your birthday, which is not till November, (laughs) so I've got some time. I think I might, as a present, get your windows cleaned and see how you feel.
1: Can I tell you that that would be just the best, like most badass not 50th birthday presents. like, you've turned 50, I'm going to wash your windows. And it fucking could be a it. sort of... Thank you. ...new agey
2: metaf- metaphorical <laughs> clearing your view to the world and to your future.
1: Yes, if we're back in our 17th century kind of Russian, whatever, we're saging and we're cleaning the windows. And we're cleaning the fucking Daubin. windows. Yes, yeah. exactly. cleaning,
2: cleaning and daubing, cleaning and daubing and burning.
1: Okay. Do um, you want to talk about more things that I won't wash? I mean, it makes me feel quite
2: unwell, but yes, I'm now going to say... I don't, I don't know if this is one word or two words. Bath
1: mats. Yes, How often do bath mats need to be cleaned, do you reckon? I think they should be done once a week with the towels. Okay, well, they're not being done once a week with the towels. How often do you wash your bath mats? I think probably every three months. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is a surefire way to make sure no one ever comes to our house. Speaking of, actually, people who come to our house, I get great, great pleasure in the fact that I never wash the guest hand, oh hand when towel. When I go to Emily's,
2: um, <laughs> when I go to Emily's house, and I go to the loo before I wash my hands. I say. Uh, when, when was this towel last washed last week? She went, oh, you're in luck. I washed it three weeks ago. <sighs>
1: yes, I did say it's you were very, in luck. very,
2: very multicoloured and one would never know if there was filthy exactly. grime in it.
1: But also people are drying
2: their clean hands. One towel, one towel. So it has to be washed and then put. you can't rotate Don't it. you
1: find, by the way, super weird when you go to people's houses for like dinner or whatever, whatever, and then you go to the loo and then you have to dry your hands on their bath towels because there's nothing else in the bathroom. I noticed that the other day. That seems so okay. That a kind of dirty hand towel that is only drying clean hands, okay, is one thing. But a bath towel it has been
2: up someone's bottom
1: <laughs> basically that is quite that's quite dark see
2: i draw the line there i tell you what else i find um <laughs> awkward is you go to someone's house and they've got be- this is not often but occasionally beautiful laid out linen hand towels and you have to be the one to crumple yes. them
1: no off i know this that would that would also traumatize me yeah. what do you do you just shake so and make put the it place on. filthy merely yes. by entering
2: oh no okay This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now you guys know that we're not shy about getting things off our chest. The tiny inconveniences that can ruin our days to the big overwhelming worries that can flood our nights. Trouble is, we all got into the habit of saying, I'm absolutely fine. Emily and I added the but, specifically to get off autopilot and give ourselves the space to say what we were really experiencing.
1: But we weren't always so free with our inner furies. A few years ago, I began experiencing debilitating panic attacks because I felt I couldn't tell anyone all the things that I was feeling, that I was not coping, that I felt like a failure. I was so ashamed. So I kept it all bottled inside. And of course, it started leaking out. It was only when I found a therapist and began sharing those doubts and insecurities with her that the panic began to dissipate. Because therapy can be a safe space
2: to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists any for no additional charge.
1: With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash midalt. That's better... H-E-L-P dot com slash mid-alt. Better help, because sometimes the best thing to
2: do is acknowledge that we are
1: not,
0: in fact,
2: absolutely fine.
0: This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe, dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party, or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Um, okay, do you want to ask
1: me more questions? Yeah, more yeah questions I want to ask things more really things wash? about things you don't
2: wash. Okay. Light switches. Door handles. I'm sorry, what? Do you wipe your door handles? Of course not. Who wipes their door handles? I wipe my door handles. <laughs> more germs <laughs> than a loose seat. Oh. just. I, mean, I don't wipe them every week but when I get the urge when I when I'm doing that thing where I'm patrolling my house with a packet of wipes tucked down my trousers which I'm sorry listeners I do do every now and and again then light switches and door
1: handles you know get a good going over I don't think I've ever I mean actually that's made me think quite hard about it's just never. I wish you're not in my head it's really annoying because I'm going to go home and I'm going to I'm going to find myself with my cold with so much fucking to do Like cleaning door handles. I noticed that the the tops of the picture
2: frames in your front room are actually furry. Yes, they are. That's almost a source of pride for
1: you, isn't it? I guess I just, if I don't notice it, then it's sort of fine. I'm busy pointing it out and it's still fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We have the door handles. Now I'm slightly freaked out by the door handles and I might just have to go and clean them.
2: I'll give you some (laughs) white.
1: Okay, thanks. The thing that I actually, where I probably fall down with my clean freakery is bras. Okay, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, obviously, if you, yeah. if you fall down, I'm absolutely terrible. I, I don't think I ever really clean my bras. Well, Every now and then I'll chuck one in. Well, they're always on rotation according to what yes. you're wearing or what you're doing. But also, do you have this or is this just,
2: is this just me? Is this just sort of me being pervy? There's something about softy boobs that feel really sparkling clean. Yes, I think boobs are clean. And not under the arm or under the ribcage no, or sweaty bits of the bra, but actual not. boobs. I can't think the boobs would ever really be dirty. They're
1: just sort no, of no, they're just not mucky. They're there. They just I mean, there. That's just the under boob, maybe a bit sweaty, as you said. Yeah, but even that. I yeah. mean, it's not like they're out in the out in the world, are they? Ever? Not often. <laughs> Very rarely. I mean, you know, so they just sort of yeah, they're sort of protected by the. By the bra, and that's not even out in the world either. But the thing is, this is about not wanting to
2: change ourselves. We're pointing out all the things that you don't wash. And this has not ignited any desire in you to wash anything, has it? The
1: door handles. Oh, it has. Yeah, no, I think I might go home <laughs> and sort out the door handles. But no, I'm not going to change my, my sort of two-weeky, one-weeky r- routine. for certain Three-monthy, yes, exactly. year yes, exactly. That's not going to shift. But I mean, you know, that's all very well talking about all the things I won't wash. What about all the things you won't do, lady? I won't do anything.
2: <laughs> I'm like an immovable force <laughs> about so many things. It's it's awful. I mean, although I have to tell
1: you that I've managed to get you off the floor today, so that's a good. Just
2: thought. I've taken to sort of curling up in the fetal position by a radiator <laughs> while we work. So unhelpful with a laptop on the end of my nose. There's so much I won't do. Okay, and my life be better if I would. I mean, for, I mean, you can list all the things I won't do. I mean, the
1: biggest thing I think the thing that makes me laugh is the rain. Yes, you won't do rain.
2: No, I mean, you pointed out the other day that I would shift everything in my life and everything my, to avoid having to go out in the rain. Yeah. I just... I mean, all all extreme weather, really. But rain... I find rain so dispiriting. I don't want to be in it. I feel like it dampens my spirits my hair my clothes my I feel soul. like it's your
1: inner as well I think it's your inner kind of woman with a blow dry which you which you never have also worrying about her hair That's even absolutely true. never it's not like you have a blow dry I think ever. I did though I think when you I was sort of, had your you hair. know when, when
2: it when it was like 2007 and I was out three nights a week in high heels sort of didn't know I was born you know sort of pre-crash pre-everything pre-mortgage pre 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 then my greatest worry was probably that my hair would go wrong in between where I was and where I was going so I think it's true I think it's an it's now I don't care. look at the state of it, but
0: um
2: but I think it might it might be it might be left over from that but like no I I won't go out in the rain I really won't though this is just giving the impression that you
1: don't like being outside you don't mind being outside well I think there's a difference between being outdoorsy
2: and outsidey
1: OK, yes. he's so, like, yomping in kind of, someone like, Someone said to me, me the other day, do
2: you have all-weather gear? And I went, <laughs> <laughs> what's all-weather gear? Oh, no, so I want to see the beautiful view, but I want to see it from a car on the, on the road, you know, or I want to take a walk through a, a fabulous forest, but please make it last less than an hour, and I don't want any hills. You know, I, I'd love to sit next to a fire... In the middle of the woods but then i'd like to go back and sleep in a hotel with a roof yes yes so that's the thing that's very outdoorsy and outsidey okay so you are a bit
1: outside apart from the rain obviously i'm mean, a bit outside yeah let's not go mad
2: but uh yeah that's something i won't do isn't it what
1: else won't i do i'm you know so the other thing that you won't do is you won't watch and i'm really worried about this because i feel like you're missing out on quite a lot of things you won't watch anything that has any surprises in it at all of any kind emotional violent like physical whatever
2: bad surprises not good surprise. only bad surprise. Only bad surprises. So anything violent, anything very sad, anything with too much suspense, I can't hold myself through it. I think it's a control thing. I can't sit with that. I can read a misery memoir. Yeah. But I basically can't watch anything with a narrative arc. You're right. I mean, Emily, because she didn't want me to miss out. She's the, a celestial being, acted out every scene of every episode of every series of Happy Valley. <laughs> it took us a long time, actually. It did. It took us a while. Um, I can't. I, I mean, I that is a shame. But I don't know, what am I going to do? Put myself no, through extreme distress in order to be able to watch... Fool me once, or whatever. Slow
1: horses. Slow and horses. And I'm actually annoyed with myself because I should have taken notes to be able to perform that, but I didn't quite realise that it was going to be as good as it was. And now... I should I've have taken them. notes to be able to perform it. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think you'd have loved my Gary Oldman. Well, next time. Yes, season four. Uh, so I really, all I really watch is... Oh my God, the other thing that you won't do, which is really, 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 really funny, and I've known Annabelle for a very long time, and when we started working together, we worked in a big officey place that had lifts, is she won't talk in a lift. And I'm not kidding. It is You could be having an absolutely totally normal conversation and you walk in and the lift doors close and boom. If there is a stranger in the lift. Oh, obviously, sorry. That would be super fucking weird. Otherwise we just it just would ask. be.
2: I mean, not, I know I'm <laughs> annoying but I don't know if I'm that annoying. If there's a stranger in the lift and you're suddenly talking about your sex life or anything, why would you continue it in a <laughs> confined space? Why would any human being just, I think it's rude apart from anything else, inflicting... <laughs> Our terrible chat on some poor innocent bystander who's just gone to get a cup of coffee.
1: I know, but I have I have been in many situations where I've had to stop mid sentence and then just stand
2: there until that. It is the, odd when I get into a lift with someone I don't know and yes. I stop speaking, and then I have to sort of mm, sign to them, mine to them almost, that I, I I don't talk enough. Have you
1: ever started going in just like waiting at the lift door saying, by the way, I will stop talking once we get in this lift?
2: No, but I should learn to do yes, this, you because otherwise it's incredibly great. weird. Yes.
1: Um, the other thing that you won't do, which I've noticed, which I love, um, is also extreme indicators. So if anyone sees Annabelle out in the wild, uh, it's a good sign. It was rather a bad sign. You won't take your coat off anywhere you don't want to be. For six years of working in an office with Emily, I had the desk by the door and I never took my coat off. Not because you were working next to me, by the way. Thank no, you. no,
2: no. No, you were a life raft. <laughs> but it, it's an illusion of freedom. It's like
1: at any point
2: I could pull the ripcord and I'm out of here.
1: It's like slowly putting away, it's like the metaphor for slowly putting away, running away money. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's
0: actually quite... Link and
2: I'll be gone. (laughs) 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 But speaking of of, of clothes, do you wear your outside clothes in your house? Like, I don't mean, no. not for like taking off shoes, not for dirt reasons, but like, if you come home wearing what you're wearing tonight, which is, a, which is a very nice pleated skirt and a top, when you go home, will you then spend the four hours of your evening or whatever in your clothes?
1: 100% not. look
2: no, because I get home and I immediately put on what the world calls loungewear, but it isn't loungewear, it's disgusting wear. Yes,
1: it's 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 wear to be disgusting in
2: yes exactly so um so yeah I won't I won't wear even 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 on a Saturday if I can't remember I'm wearing some
1: vaguely presentable jeans and a vaguely presentable jumper straight I think I'm worried about ruining them as well the thing that I did on Saturday because of said cold boring cold I've talked about a million times already was that I went out in my disgusting wear to the shops well, of course but it was it was hilarious, like how my bad was tw- it? my 12 year old so judgy was like oh my god Mummy, look ridiculous nothing nothing goes quite bad actually uh, it's quite freeing to yes, do that. It is. I, you know, I think that there's a theory, isn't there, that the older you get,
2: the uglier you're prepared to look leaving the house.
1: Yes. Well, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else What you do? Oh, I know. You won't read your emails. Well, it's not, I don't read them. <laughs> okay. It's a, what? How many unread emails have you got on your phone? Do you want me to look? Yes. Um,
2: I have got 8,945 unread emails on my phone. How many have you got? Sixty-three. It's my filing system. I think if I mark it as unread, then I will then respond to it, which I then do not do. No,
1: brilliant system. Oh, Actually, no. I have to say, eight thousand was a lot less than I thought because it was up in the hundreds, wasn't it? Wasn't it up in the fifties at least? Thousands. It was. I did a
2: clear out. It was about twelve thousand. Woof. And I cleared good. out. I know, but I built back up to eight thousand well in about you. the last year, I suppose, maybe. Oh, I think that's very good. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm really sorry, but I, it's something's bothering me. I want to go back to things you won't wash.
0: Oh, oh
1: thanks. Um, as, if, we- as if everybody didn't think that, I was absolutely disgusting. I'm not absolutely crawling. disgusting.
2: Crawling. <laughs> Rancid.
1: Um, how often
2: do you wash your sheets?
1: Well, okay, every two weeks. All right. Okay, but I did catch myself doing some, what should I call it, like mid-alt maths the other day. Whereby we were away for two days. So I thought that gave us an extra week. So it's like, oh well, we were away for two weeks. So yes, yeah, so this is gonna be three. Minus the two days where we weren't actually in the bed.
2: Basically you're um manipulating the
1: numbers. I... You're cooking the cooking the books. <laughs> so cooking the books and giving myself an extra an extra like
2: Five days. Talking of extra five days, yes. I've done the without maths because this Christmas was quite exhausting because everything was on the wrong day. So we had to oh go God, back on so Tuesday brutal. the 3rd and it just hit us all like trucks. Yeah. So it's a good one next year. I've already looked. It is. Oh, Christmas classic. Day is on a Wednesday, which means that New Year's Day is on a Wednesday, which means you've only got Thursday and Friday of
1: that week, which means most people will take it off. So you can either take it off or pretend to work. Oh my god! Which means that you might actually get because who's going to come in on the twenty third of the Monday? Nobody, right? Well, two clear do. weeks. So you could actually wangle two clear weeks. Two clear weeks with your family, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yay! Maybe my calculations
2: have gone a little awry. I,
1: I know that the fact is is that we're all talking about it like it's joy—the idea of spending two weeks, you know, on holiday when we all know that it's never a rest, right? Oh my
2: god, no! I'm exhausted. I mean. Uh, let's do a quick round of maths. Okay, easy quick maths. Round, okay. So how long ago was 1970? 30 years. Exactly right. How long ago was 1980? Annabelle, can you answer that? 20 years. Correct. How old is anyone born after the year 2000? An infant. An, an, an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Not old at all. Uh, what does the other day mean?
1: Oh, it, that, the other day can mean any time between yesterday and 1998.
2: Yeah, absolutely true. I tell you something that you and I both noticed recently that we've had to recalculate and recalibrate our thoughts around digestion maths.
1: Oh my God, I've really noticed this. We've
2: become like snakes that eat goats and they have to
1: lie in the sun for three days digesting, right? Yeah, it's amazing how quickly, I mean, the idea of having like three full meals a day is now seems actually impossible. And it's not a lack of greed. No, it's not, no. The, the w- greed the is, is there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's totally impossible. Yeah. I've become mean, I'm one of those people who who couldn't, who actually genuinely feels like I'm digesting a villager. Yeah, yes, it's, I mean? it's true, it's true. <laughs> like I'm that bad boa constrictor.
2: The other thing I do maths around is, okay, so for example... Next week, I have got a day where I've got like a work lunch, a work afternoon tea meeting and then and then an early dinner. You went, that is a lot of socialising for one day. It is a lot. Because yes. it's all chat, chat, chat sitting there. But my thinking is get dressed once.
1: But this is, that's amazing, get dressed once. Because
2: I'm going to have to look like a vaguely fully functioning human woman for those three things. So I don't want to do that over three days. Three outfits.
1: Three times. That's get dressed three times. No I mean, way.
2: No way. I mean they get dressed once. So kill lots of things with one outfit.
1: It's very good. It's a bit like the grown-up version do you remember magazines telling us that we could go outfits from night to day, which is like super weird, because obviously you just literally walk out of the office and go no, to no, a bar No, no, it wasn't
2: night to day. It was it was office to night It was office to bar. Office. How do you take yourself from <gasps> office to bar? You walk, we eventually realize. <laughs> But it's kind of an efficiency vibe, isn't it?
1: Which is exactly, by the way, that is what I want. I know we're not supposed to be setting like serious intentions or whatever for twenty twenty-four, but I would like more efficiency. I don't think that's a resolution. I just think it could be it could be classed under the, you know, subhead of things we are looking for. Because I think, you know, like you said about the get dressed once, it's such a smart idea to just have that locked in to do it all in one burst because otherwise I feel like I'm running around like a sort of half dressed har- harassed yes. thing all the time yeah, yeah. with things falling out yeah. and
2: whatever yeah falling out falling off exactly filthy bra
1: <laughs> filthy bra um, I and, actually and, might but, have to go home and wash my bras as well will you though
2: no, I'm not even sure I will. <laughs> My blood hang on the bathroom door handle, like six of them. It's revolting.
0: It's
1: so interesting. Uh, the little bits of us, the bits of us that we that we are so kind of like pristine about and other things that we'll just let like but it's the same, Ooh. you know, if you've got a
2: manicure, then, you know, no one should see the state of your legs. If your eyebrows are threaded, then God knows what's happening, you know, to your nether regions. Yeah. It, it, because we no longer live in the age of or the, or, the, or the, you know, financial state where we can afford rolling appointments. And we do it all ourselves. We don't do anything ourselves. No, that's true. Tell you something that I'm looking for. I think we are all looking for. This is like almost like a universal truth for mid-art women in, uh, in 2024 are shoes that are secretly orthopedic, but look really slutty. Where are these shoes? They must be somewhere. Somebody, please! They've got to be easy to get on because it's so undignified. I was just trying to put on a pair of shoes, and I mean, you don't, you know, you're hunched
1: over like Gollum, grunting, pulling, pulling, sweating, wanting to give up. I had to tie my shoelaces the other day, and I thought, uh, you know, when you're when the loop is slightly like. You're like, oh, this doesn't feel like completely right. It's so odd. It's well, also like the you, grip. But if you think about how to tie a bow, you won't be able to tie a bow. Oh my God, yes, exactly. Because It suddenly became a kind of like And the issue. rabbit comes <laughs> out of the hole, or oh whatever it was. Yes, exactly. Runs around Why? the tree. Yes, my, my rabbit's ears were looking decidedly limp. It's I'm looking for was.
2: cinnamon buns. In
1: <gasps> I absolutely love that you have become a cinnamon, a ci- I'm actually not going to be able to say it now, sorry. A cinnamon bun aficionado. Freak.
2: I've never liked sweet things before. It's Buns From Home that did it. Buns From Home is this company. And I think it was some boys who just started baking during lockdown and delivering them on their bikes. Anyway, some investor obviously sauntered through the door and said, yay. And now they've got little kiosks all over London. And it's not cinnamon buns that are made with like American cinnamon sugar. They're like melty and baked and treacly. And also quite small, speaking of a digestion. So they're sort of elegantly sized, not a massive thing that you have to get through and then you feel weird afterwards. I want cinnamon buns everywhere.
1: Yes, I like the cardamom cinnamon buns at Buns From Home. You're so smart. I love no, but there's something exactly, there's something so, you almost feel like you're eating a health food. <laughs> <laughs> something that's going to give you buns of steel. <laughs> oh God, I wish. Buns of now, steel. What t- is the other thing that you
2: want? This is so exciting. Mm, I might need some answers on a postcard here. I want a tattoo, but I want a temporary tattoo first, see if I can live with it. So I want one that lasts like between one and six months. I don't know where to get a temporary tattoo. I heard once that you could get actually properly inked and it would only last for six months, but I think that was... Is that a mid-art myth? I have no idea. You're not... How many have you got? Four? Four. Uh, One, two, three, four. And you're not done, are you? No, no, not done. Um, So, yes, I'd like to know, where can I get a sort of semi-permanent tattoo? I'm sure there must
1: be, like... In the East End, cool places like that, doing things. Well, it's not the sort of thing that I would know about, is <laughs> no, exactly. it? Sitting here in my cultural twilight. we talking about how much we love cinnamon buns. Yes, exactly. I tell, I tell you what. I know exactly. Oh, God. We want slutty orthopedic shoes and cinnamon buns. Fine. I mean, you know, there's something... I'm sure there must be something Danish and kind of... Uh, Higa. ...about this.
2: Sounds like a happy 2024 to me. Yeah,
1: i tell you what I want as well. Is I want the light at the end of the tunnel.
2: Oh, my God. That just makes me think of death.
1: Does it? Yeah, That I don't want you to... That makes me
2: envision you walking to meet your maker stay no, away from the light i
1: want the answers i want to like get to the end of the tunnel and see the light uh, bathe in the light it's the difference between you and me isn't it?
2: <laughs> what i really want for 2024 is i'm like, looking for more laughter not fun because fun sounds like work it sounds like organized fun it sounds like let's set it up and make it happen and yeah you know, i just want i just i don't
1: think we've been laughing enough no it'd be really good to just like laugh like mad let's just unleash it okay Unleash laughter. And also, I quite like organised fun, but there you go. And also unleash hell. <laughs> Let's definitely unleash hell. Let's become those local legends that we've been saying that we're going to.
2: Pet monkey, crow that follows us everywhere, cape.
1: Exactly. Smell. <laughs> yes, and Emily. <laughs>
2: Emily's stinky jumper. <laughs> See you next week, guys. Bye. You've been listening to Annabelle Rivkin and Emily McMeekin of The Mid-Alt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe.